Thank you, my listeners. We are back. We are back. So, for just for those who were not with us in the first um, segment, let us just recap. We are still talking about it is a new season. It is a new season, even though it does not look like it, but it is a new season. And we are reading from First Samuel chapter 13, just doing a study on David. Uh, it's um, it's called David. The, the title of the chapter we said it says David defeats the Amalekites. But when we start from verse one of that chapter, it looks like it's the other way around. It looks like it's the Amalekites who have just defeated David. But this is how God is saying. This is how God is talking to us this afternoon. He is saying. Yes, it is a new season, even though when you look at yourself right now, as you are starting on verse one, it doesn't look like it, Lady G. It looks like you are defeated. It looks like you are alone. It looks like you are depressed. It looks like you've got panic attacks. You've got anxiety. It looks like you are being molested. You are being abused. It looks like you are facing a drought, a famine. It looks like you don't know what to do next. So you you don't see this new season that this chapter that, that, that uh, God is announcing to us. But God is saying, yes, it may not look like it. You do see zero evidence. Yes, it's what you are seeing. Zero evidence of the breakthrough that God is actually is talking about. But there is a breakthrough that is actually happening, a breakthrough that is taking place. What you are going to need in this season is to say, I will not allow my faith to waver. The God that I serve, he is a God who said, we walk by faith and not by sight. He is a God who says he delights in us when we walk by faith, not by sight. So according to the faith that worked in me, I believe the announcement, the pronunciation, the proclamation that have been made by my God, that it is a new season in my life. So we were talking about Ruth, how Ruth had to face this new season. She started with the season of being married. And from there, where everything was okay, maybe that is how we all were before the lockdown. We were like maybe in this blissful time, marriage, you know, we were planning, what are we going to do about 2020? We had such great plans. I mean, if I look at my life now, I'm still here in Cape Town. I'm actually on Von Radio, which is good. But I shouldn't be here. I should be in Singapore, Phuket, China. That's what I booked. I should be on leave. I shouldn't even be in the country. But those were the plans, you know. That is how Ruth was feeling in that marriage phase. Those were the plans that I had when January started. I was saving up every dime, every cent, every dollar that I have towards this beautiful trip. So I don't know what you were planning for when the year started. You know, when you said, have your New Year resolutions for me, I say those plans that you write down but sometimes they say don't announce your plans let your plans announce themselves to the world you know so we announced all our plans we had a lot of plans that we had for us for our work for our kids for our holidays for for our ministries we had different plans and we were excited about putting those plans on the drawing board that is why that was our marriage phase our honeymoon phase that was the phase that Ruth found herself at but quickly that phase came to an end boom she was a widow even us during this time of lockdown we found ourselves in that state where we were like widows i do not know what you lost for ruth it was a husband maybe for you it was not a husband maybe for you you lost that very marriage that widowhood state I'm referring to, it was a state of divorce for you, a state of separation. You lost your ministry. You lost your loved ones. You lost friends. You lost literally everything. You lost your job. You lost your identity. There is a lot of things that we lost during that stage. Just like Ruth found herself as a widow because she was in that season, that season where she lost everything. To her now, remember she had this title of being known as Mrs. 
so-and-so. And remember, she probably had somebody now who would go out and, and, you know, and hunt for something for them to eat. Now, as a widow, suddenly she's the one who has to come up with what needs to be put on the table. That was a season that she was faced with. Some of us, that's the season that we experienced where with our bread, the people who were breadwinners in our house, they lost their jobs. Now, suddenly we had to figure out what are we going to eat at night? How are we going to pay for this? Where is the money to buy electricity going to come from? Where is the money for rent going to come from? That was that season that I call the widowhood season that Ruth was faced with. So I don't know what is a widowhood season to you. And you were identified by it. You know, this we this season of famine of drought, a season that God is taking us out of too. It had put a mark on us. It had put a stamp on us where people could identify us. Even when we walk on the streets, people could point a finger and identify that there is the person who is going through such and such a thing. But God is saying, yes, Ruth. I want you to enter into a new season. I want you to leave this old season behind. It was a new season even in Ruth's life. A season where an announcement was made. When Naomi said, Ruth, let's pack our things. We are going to Bethlehem. She was so excited because it was a new season. Even as we are excited, it's a new season. It's spring. Spring is upon us. We are going to Bethlehem. We are going to Bethlehem. That is how Ruth felt. She felt that it was time to go to Bethlehem, the house of bread. So she had to look pretty for the house of bread. She put on her summer dress. She put on her colorful dress to look pretty because she needed to know that where she is going, it's going to be a new season. I know for some of us, we are so under pressure at this time. You know, that pressure to be able to be a provider, a father who can't provide, you feel the pressure where you must be the one who comes up with answers, with solutions. You know, the pressure that we are, we feel, we find ourselves to be under. You know, we just want this pressure to go away, but I know it doesn't look like it's going to let up. So I'm saying to you, yes, instead of us complaining, let us look unto the Lord, pray carefully for our breakthrough. In every aspect and every situation of our lives. Because our breakthrough is imminent. For us to step into the new season, we need to break through now. We need to break through. David broke through. She cried. He cried, I mean, and he wept. But he had to break through. When he broke through, God said, yes, pursue them. So even us, let us cry, let us weep, let us do whatever. And then we must break through and say, yes, we see it's winter. We still have our winter clothes on, but we are breaking through to this spring, the new season. We are breaking through. That is what we need to do. We're breaking through to this new season that God has announced for us. There is a new season that has been announced. A new season that has been proclaimed. We are stepping into this new season. We are stepping into this new season. Maybe you find yourself, you don't even feel like spending time with God right now. You don't, you don't feel like it because as much as you are hearing, he's talking about this new season. But everything around you, there is zero evidence of this new season. There is zero evidence. But I want you to continue to fight against the enemy. Continue to fight against the enemy. Spend time with God and listen to his voice as he tells us about this new season. So Ruth is excited going to the house of prayer.
there is bread where we are going to. I mean, God has said it's a new season. He has made a proclamation announcement. It's a season of prosperity. It's a season of Jeremiah 29. But when we get there, there is, it doesn't look like there is bread for me. Remember when Ruth got there, Naomi did not have the house. Naomi even had her name changed, where her name had to change to be bitter now. So Ruth had this person that was accompanying her. She was accompanying actually. And this was the person who had, who already knew what Bethlehem looked like. And I'm sure that is what Ruth was excited about. To say there is somebody that I'm walking with who already knows what the bread, this house of bread that we are going to looks like. And what the bread looks like and how will I find and taste this bread. But when she gets there, suddenly the person that she is with suddenly says, no, no, no. Change my name. I'm bitter. I've lost everything. There is nothing to rejoice about. Now Ruth, all of a sudden, she's like, you were the person I was also relying on in terms of this journey. Some of us might have find or found ourselves in that situation where as much as we could see that things were not happening around us, but because of the company that we were keeping, we thought, okay, it will make it easy. It will make it bearable. But then suddenly, this very person that you were walking with suddenly says, no, no, no. My name is no longer pleasant. My name is no longer pleasant. You can't call me that anymore. My name is Peter. There's nothing beautiful about me or pleasant about me. Nothing that smells beautiful. There is no beautiful fragrance. So now suddenly I'm sure Ruth was like confused. Now what is this? What is happening here? I thought this new season that I didn't know with you by my side is going to be bearable. But God is saying, yes, the new season will be. It doesn't matter the people around you, the people that you thought you would go with to this new season. They will show you the ropes. But God is saying, no, I will show you the ropes. I will show you how to enter into this new season. How to enter into this new season. How to understand because this new season is unfamiliar to you. Ruth has never been to Bethlehem. She has heard about it. She's never been. But God is saying now it's time for you to enter Bethlehem. Maybe you've heard about the miracles that God has performed for others. None of them for you. You've heard others testifying that they are living debt-free lives. You've heard others testifying about him being their healer. You've heard others testifying how he delivered them, how he saved their marriages, how he saved their children, how he delivered them from drugs, from being alcoholic, alcoholic people, how he delivered them from being abused. And you are thinking, wow, this is the season that I'm entering into now. And God is saying, yes. What I did for them, I will do for you. But suddenly, this very person who had once been delivered, suddenly now has a name change. This person suddenly has a name change where now he or she says, there's nothing pleasant about me. And yet this is the person who had been in Bethlehem, who had seen what God can do. But God is saying, you are Ruth. All you need to do is to align with this new season. Maybe this person can no longer tell you how to get bread. Because as I said, it's a new season. It's unfamiliar to you. Even to this person who has seen Bethlehem before God is saying behold I'm doing a new thing in this new thing you might not have to rely on your old experiences just align with the new so Ruth had to align with the new she gets to Bethlehem she finds that there is a system that they call cleaning maybe Ruth never knew about this system in Moab 
But here she suddenly had to align herself with that system. She suddenly had to come to a point where she had to understand how this system works. So even you, as it is a new season, my brother, my sister, you have to now suddenly align yourself with this new system and understand how it works. Because this system is the system where God is saying, it is where you are going to destroy all the Amalekites that have stood before you. That is what God is saying about this new season. So it is a season where your breakthrough is imminent because your breakthrough is going to take you to your new season permanently. It's going to take you to your new season permanently. So I just want to tell you, my brother and my sister, don't give up. It might not look like it all around you. There is no evidence of this new season It's like you are saying, what is this lady, G lady talking about? Doesn't she see that there is nothing new? There is nothing new. It's still the same old, but I am here to make an announcement. I am here to make a proclamation. I am here to make a decree and say, yes, it is a new season. It is a new season. We are about to enter into it. I'm sure even in this season, it feels like, you know, when the devil just throws everything at you because he is fighting you. He does not want you to align with what is coming. He does not want you to align with this new season that God has given you. Sometimes, you know, your emotions, they try to carry you away. Depression just closes in on you. Your everything, just your emotions. You want to cry. You want everything just closes in on you. But I want you to tell you that you better refuse to go where your emotions are trying to carry you to. Go to where the announcement of heaven is carrying you to this new season. Please stubbornly set your eyes on Jesus and begin to thank him for this new season. Thank him before you can even see it. Thank him before you can even taste it. Stand on his word and say, yes, your word says taste and see. Taste and see. That is what I'm about to do, Lord. Refuse in this new season. It might feel like each time you overcome one emotion, you know, the emotional temptation, then the enemy just throws another one at you. It's hard fighting, but you fight anyway, and you refuse to give into his temptation. That is what I can encourage you with, my brother. Refuse. Refuse. He puts you in a state where you become so upset, so sad and angry, and you are so discouraged. You count the minutes until the day is over. That is how you are feeling. But you decide, but decide, my brother and my sister, to rest on God and trust his word. I want you to continue to confess your faith and thank him for what he has done for you, for what he is about to do, because you are stepping in to the next season. He already declared it and decreed it from the beginning of this new chapter in your life. He has called it. David defeating the Amalekites. And I said the first verse of that chapter, it doesn't say so. It looks like David is being defeated by them. But because God has already made a decree and an announcement, you will recover everything that you lost in the season of widowhood. You will recover everything that was taken from you. You will recover it all. That is how faithful our God is. That is our God when he promises us a new season. It might start out as if it's tough, it's hard, it's difficult because you don't understand maybe what you did in this season of you prior to the widowhood is going to completely change. You know, that is how Ruth had to align herself. What she did when she was a married woman is not what she did after the season of widowhood she started out by being a cleaner she had to understand the system what it means she had to find a field where she could go 
and glean on. She probably needed to understand what it is this cleaning system. She's never heard about it. Maybe even new with your new season. It's coming with something completely new, completely different. The job that you did, which you thought was was what was it? God is giving you innovation ideas, new ideas, a fresh start. God is saying no. You might have thought you were position nine, but I'm shifting you to position six. Now you need to suddenly study this new position. This is the new season that is coming upon you with a new position. Ruth, this new season came with a new position. She didn't know that as the position might start her being a cleaner in somebody's field. She didn't know that the position might start by her being the sole provider, the sole caretaker, the sole caregiver of her mother-in-law. She didn't know that she will start as the one who is cleaning the field. She is the one who started reporting to servants. She didn't know that by the end of this season, all those servants will be reporting to her. All those servants will be calling her master. She didn't know. So even you, my dear beloved, this new season, it might be something that is new, something that you are not used to, that you don't understand. But don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Be persistent. Persevere. It's something new, new skills that you are learning, new way of doing things. Don't revert to the old because the old is not going to take you to where God wants to take you. Imagine if Ruth had reverted to the old, to the old that she knew when she was in Moab, she never would have owned the fields. But because she allowed the new season to teach her something new, to teach her new skills, to allow her to generate new ideas, to come up with new ways of doing things, to come up with new ways of doing things. She was able to own the fields. The very same servants that she reported to, she called them master. She didn't know that in the end they would be calling her master. This new season will come with favor if you align with it and accept it. Ruth received such favor on her very first day when she stepped into that field. It wasn't because she stepped into the field. It's because she was obedient to what God had in store for her in the new season. She decided to be obedient. And then God said, because you've been obedient, this field that you've stepped in, you are going to find favor. You are going to find favor. She went from being a widow to being a field owner to being a queen. Because she now suddenly had a king, her husband, Boaz. She found herself restored. You know, everything was restored unto her everything she was restored she was redeemed she was a field owner she was a master suddenly she was somebody's queen who treated her well she became a mother she was barren all her life she was barren all her life you know she was a widow who did not even have a son. She was a married woman. She did not have a son, nothing to show for it. There was nothing fruitful about her. She was barren. She was barren in her marriage. She was barren in her widowhood state. But when she got to this new season and she allowed the new season to be at work in her, she suddenly started producing. She suddenly started producing. She gave birth to a beautiful boy, a son, a son, Obed. So even you, maybe you have not been producing, you have not been producing, maybe you are even thinking, what's there to look forward to? But God is about to give you a son. So my Vaughn listeners, I hope you've enjoyed today's segment. Until we meet again tomorrow, 
Lady G bouncing out. Love you guys. Greetings, greetings to my Vaughn listeners. I am just super excited. I'm excited. Uh, it's a beautiful Monday afternoon. The sun is out. It's it's really beautiful. And we thank God yet for another day. Not just another day, but for another week. Uh, we've gone through the weekend. And uh, we are happy that we are all back together. We know some had fun, some had funerals to attend, some had family gatherings. But in all in all, we just want to say thank you, Lord, because thus far you have been with us. You are Ebenezer. Some of us could go and uh, just go and visit, see family members that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. We thank God really with this level two that we can do things that we never thought, you know, I mean, things that we've we never thought it would be possible to do again uh where we've been so isolated separated from loved ones where you even felt like to go and visit your loved ones you were sinning you were doing something wrong because it was against the government laws but at least now with level two we can still go visit check up on our loved ones and you know you don't just have to speak to them over the phone now you can even see them isn't that wonderful beautiful beautiful my Vaughn listeners so this afternoon we are still continuing with our segment on the afternoon drive uh we're talking about the journey we're talking about uh the purposes of god in our lives we we just want to talk about you know the gift of life we're talking about gifts and when we look at this life that god has given us we are saying life is a gift it is a gift really and sometimes because it becomes so natural to wake up in the morning breathe in the air and breathe it out that we've taken this gift of life that god has given us for granted and yet it is really a gift so as we start this wonderful monday afternoon uh, a brand new week we just want to say thank you lord thank you lord because you've been with us thus far so we give God the praise all of the time, my listeners. I love you. I'm excited to be coming into your homes again. I'm excited to be coming into your space because you have allowed me by tuning in onto this channel. It is a way for you to say, Google, Lady G, we are allowing you to come into our space. I do not take that for granted, my listeners. I thank you and God bless you always. So we are continuing to talk with uh, the topic. Uh, remember last time when we finished off, we were talking about this topic to say, it is a new season. <laughs> it is a new season. We spoke about how the weather was making us to feel dear Mekar. And we were not sure whether it is really a spring because it still had that winter feel so we were not sure but i was saying we know we know it doesn't matter what the signs are saying to us but we know that it is spring it is spring even if the signs are saying it's winter the signs are saying it's winter but we know that come September, it doesn't matter if it's heavy rains. It doesn't matter if it's the cold, cold weather that we cannot stomach. It doesn't matter whether we are wearing our long ankle boots and our coats, heavy, heavy coats. But we know it is the month of September and the month of September speaks to spring. So we know it is a new season. So even in our lives, we know that it is a new season. It doesn't matter what your life looks like or what might be going on around you. But you know that it is a new season. So as we are continuing to discuss about this new season, I want us to look at a beautiful story that is found in the book of... Um, Samuel, when you go to Samuel chapter 30, I touched on it last time, but I want to zoom in on it now as we are going to be looking at 
are the signs that speak to our breakthrough in this journey of life because I'm saying to you, it's a new season. I'm saying to you, it's spring, you know, even spiritually. But the signs out there are not telling you that it is spring. The signs are still saying it's winter. But I just want you to, to look at the life of David. And then so that you can see what David had to go through when it was his time for a breakthrough. So even you, it's time for you, it's time for a breakthrough for you. Now, remember a breakthrough is something that just happens once, you break through once. But when you break through that one time, you are breaking and stepping into your next season. So this time, as we are going to break through now, so we are breaking through for our next season. We are breaking through to our next season. Whatever has been delaying, hindering us from breaking through, we are going to deal with those signs. We are going to deal with it so that we can break through and step into our next season, the season of spring, the season of prosperity, the season of success. That is the season that we are stepping into, the season of fullness, the season of plenty. That is what we are about to step into. So as we read the book of 1 Samuel chapter 13, uh, it's uh, from verse 1. The title, I'm reading from the NIV, the title says, David destroys the Amalekites. So when you read the title, you would expect that from verse 1, it will tell you that David killed the Amalekites. But no, it does not tell us that. It doesn't start like that. But already the title in mind is already saying that David destroyed the Amalekites. But when you read from verse 1, 2, 3, 4, you find that what the Amalekites did to David it's the other way around. It's actually them that looked like they defeated David. So even with us, that is how it is. God is saying it is a new season. But when you start looking at your life now where you are, you are not seeing this new season. You are seeing defeat, destruction, destroy. You know, you are feeling depressed. You are feeling like everything that could go wrong around you has just gone Berserk has gone haywire and that is how you are feeling but remember the title is still saying David destroys the Amalekites that title doesn't change even if we get to see David destroying the Amalekites on the last verse of this chapter but what we need to know is that David does destroy them so even you as we are about to read this chapter I don't care what the situation looks like around you right now but I am telling you as I said on Friday I am here to announce it into the atmosphere I am here to pronounce it I am here to declare it I am here to decree it to say that it is a new season in your life it is a new season it doesn't matter what verse one is saying maybe verse one is saying you are facing a drought a famine you are about to drown in your depths that is what verse one of the chapter of your book is saying right now but i am saying we've entered chapter 30 of our book which speaks about us defeating the Amalekites so the Amalekites may be whatever is standing in your way for you to see this new season that God has suddenly announced over our lives maybe those are the Amalekites that are there to destroy this season but I am telling you that David destroys the Amalekites even you you are about to destroy today right now what has been standing in your way for you to see this new season that God has allowed you to step into that God has allowed you to step into you are about to destroy it so as we start it says verse 1 David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Nijiva and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burnt it and had taken captive the woman and everyone else in it. 
both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Zikrat, they found it destroyed by fire, and their wives and sons and daughters taken into captivity. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce this word. Uh, Ahiomnum of Jezreel and Epical, the widow of Nahab the camel. David was greatly distressed because of the men were talking of stoning who? David. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughter, but David found strength in the Lord. Then David said to his priest, so I don't want to read that whole one, but when we get to verse 8, it says, David had inquired of the Lord. He said, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? And God said, pursue them. He answered, you will certainly overtake them and succeed in rescuing all that was taken from you. So David and his 600 men, that is what they did. So we are going to finish there for now. Maybe we will be able to, to read some other chapters, some other verses. But for now, I just want us to, to end there as we are as we were reading it. So I said to you, I always love this chapter because I always call it the battle before the breakthrough. The battle before the breakthrough. So David was faced with this challenge where now he his breakthrough was imminent, but it looked like his the new season was there. But the way there, because remember the title says David destroys the Amalekites, meaning that God is already announcing it to us before we even read this chapter. So already God is announcing announcing it in our lives before we can even leave this chapter of this new season in our in our lives. He is already saying it is a new season in your lives but when you start from verse one it doesn't start like with all great glamour and the glory of the new season that god has promised us as we saw even in the natural today we can tell it is spring but when we looked at the first of september the beginning of spring it did not look like that there were some challenges that we were faced with there were those the heavy rains the heavy rains that were in even some places even over flooded imagine in in cape town those were the things that we were faced with but yet we knew that the announcement had been made the announcement had been proclaimed to say it is spring so even you as you are standing there my brother my sister as you are seated there maybe it doesn't look like the summer it doesn't look like the new season that we have been pronouncing but i am saying a declaration and an announcement and a pronunciation has already been declared in the heavenlies by the almighty god to say in this time there is a new season that is coming upon you my daughter coming upon you my son so then allow what you see in the natural eye to to delay you to put you down to confuse you and make you think did I really hear from God? Yes, you've stepped in to this brand new chapter in the book of your life. And this brand new chapter that you have just stepped into, my Vaughn listener, is a chapter that speaks of a new season. It's a new season for you. It is a new season. God said to David, yes, you can pursue them. You will restore, you will recover everything that has been taken from you. So whatever has been lost, God is saying in this new season, you will recover it all. You will recover it all. You will recover it all. I know to some of us, it might look like we are in the middle of contending for our breakthrough. You know, it looks like you, 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 you are wondering why and how, why is, is this happening? And how is it possible that God is saying it's a new season? My breakthrough is imminent, but yet it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. When you look around you, it looks like things, they are absolutely at their worst. 
that you cannot believe that your breakthrough is about to come because of how things look around you. They look like they are in their worst situation. It looks like it's worse off than before. That is how it looked like last week. It looked like winter was starting afresh, isn't it? It it literally looked like winter was starting afresh. If you see the types of clothing that we were wearing, some of us had already packed away our winter clothes, but we had to, to go behind the closet to pull our winter clothes back out. That is what the devil wants to do. He wants to play trickery with our minds where we can see that it is a new season and we choose to believe the word of the Lord. But now he has made us to go and look for those winter clothes. He's taking us back so that we don't have anything to look forward to. But God is saying it is a new season. Our breakthrough is imminent. See, excuse me. Our breakthrough is imminent. It doesn't matter what the devil makes us to see with our natural eyes. You see, the way you look now, you see zero evidence of your breakthrough. You don't see your, your breakthrough actually taking place or happening. But I'm here to tell you, stand and refuse to have your faith wavered. Stand and refuse. You have to decide that you are going to believe God no matter what. Stand and decide and say, I'm choosing to believe God no matter what. There is a new season that my father has announced over my life. There is a new season that God has announced over our lives as the, as the nation of South Africa, as the children of the Most High God in South Africa, as the people of Cape Town, as the people of South Africa. So it doesn't matter if the devil wants me to go and pull out my winter clothes. But I know a decree and a pronunciation has been made to say it is spring. I'm putting on my flowery dress. I'm putting on my flowery dress. I'm going to look good. I'm going to look good. It might not look so. But believe you me, baby, it is a new season in your life. I'm reminded of Ruth as I am talking right now. You know, when Ruth, Ruth had to transition into this new different season that came upon her life. Ruth was in a season where she was married. It was a season in her life of being a married woman. A season of having a title of being Mrs. So-and-so. It was a beautiful season. Because to her, she was now, um, there was somebody, she was attached to somebody's name. And this was not just any name, it was a prominent name. Because remember, this was a name from the tribe, from the tribe of Israel. A very, very important nation. So she was attached to that. Imagine she came from a season of being a Moabite, somebody who was cursed because when God cursed them, but she was able to find favor and find herself in a season of being married, of being Mrs. So-and-so. That was a beautiful season. But shortly that season was lived it had to come a time where she was a widow now. Maybe that is the season that where we are. That is the season where we find ourselves in. A season of widowhood. It is not something that we signed up for, baby, but we have found ourselves in that season. Maybe it's a season where we find ourselves, we don't have anybody, we are lonely, we don't have anything good to show for it, we don't have money, we don't have jobs, we don't have this. You know that what widowhood are you facing in this season? Her widowhood was the death of her husband. What is it that has died in your life that has made you to be a widow? Death of a loved one? death of a husband, death of a son or a daughter, family members, death of your ministry, maybe your ministry came to an end, it died and you find yourself like Ruth, a widow. What is it that has died in your life that the enemy has taken away, that the enemy has taken away and you find yourself in that particular season and now 
you are about to step into your next but the devil is holding you onto that season i said it might be a famine a drought a season of lack a season where you have been abused where you've been casted out neglected you've been tossed aside like dirt like you don't matter your opinion doesn't matter in this family that is how you might be feeling right now but i am here to tell you that god is saying it is a new season so ruth found herself in that new season and i'm sure when ruth heard about that new season she was also excited just like how we were excited when we knew that spring was coming on we were so tired of the of of putting on our winter clothes our electricity bill is skyrocketing because we've got the heater on 24/7 you know we made sure that the room is warm heated electricity bill was going up but now you know we 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 have to wear so many clothes and all of that now winter now spring is coming on no more heater i'm going to be wearing my flower dresses i'm going to be cool you know and collected as you would like to think but when first of september came it wasn't so so even with ruth in her new season while she was in this new season of widowhood an announcement came which was a good announcement because it said now we are going back to bethlehem Now this new season to Ruth was a season of unfamiliarity. It was not something that she was familiar to. Remember she's never been to this Bethlehem in her life. So it was something new. Her next season was something new. She has heard about it. Some of us have heard about it. It is what God has told us. This is why I'm saying keep your faith don't allow your faith to waver. We've heard about this new season that God is taking us into, a season of Jeremiah 29 where God says, "I know the plans that I have for you, my daughter, plans to prosper you, plans to make you a success and not to harm you, plans to make your name great." We haven't seen this Bethlehem that we are going to but we are excited because this season we've heard about it maybe that's how you are feeling so baby you go out there and you put on your your flowery dress i'm sure that is how ruth felt she put on her flowery dress as much as she was skeptical about this new season but there was something that was making her to be comfortable in it it was because she knew that i am going there to this new bethlehem with a companion and the companion that i am accompanying is naomi So Naomi has seen Bethlehem. So Naomi knows what is in Bethlehem. So I'm going to follow behind her because she's going to lead me. This is the path that she has taken. So I'm going to draw strength in that. I'm going to find comfort in that in knowing that the person that I am traveling this journey with is somebody who has been there. I'm sure that is how she was feeling. So even in this new season that God is taking you to you might find that there are people who have been there who have seen it that God is going to allow you to come into contact with I said some of us might have been in isolation for a very long time now it's a struggle for us to reunite to connect with people but God is going to send us the Naomi's that we are going to connect with that are going to take us to this next season that are going to take us to this next season god did the same for david there were 600 men some of them in that 600 men there were those that wanted to stone him because they could not understand this new season that they were stepping into but god provided david with some men who understood it and they went with david like naomi had ruth David had those men who said yes we will pursue we will pursue this new season and we will go to this new season we will recover everything that we lost in that previous season where we come from we lost a lot of things David they took our children they took our wives they took our cattle they took our belongings they took our treasures 
They took everything that belonged to us. But we are saying, David, we understand that we are stepping into a new season. And we are going to go with you to go and recover these things that have been taken from us. That is how they were feeling. But they said, we will go. So Ruth went, David went with this man. This man went with David actually. Just as Ruth followed Naomi. And I'm sure Ruth was excited. Just like David was excited because God said, yes, you will recover. She was excited. She went with Ruth. She said, we are going to Bethlehem. The house of bread. The house of bread. But to, to Ruth surprised. To Ruth surprised. When she got to Bethlehem. The house of bread. There was no bread for her. There was no bread for her. So maybe that is how you are also feeling. This is the new season that Lady G on Vaughn is making noise about. But there is no bread for me in this season. There is no bread for me in this season. Because we've heard about this season. We've heard about this season. So what we think this season should be, it's not going to be according to our mind. What we think it should be. It's going to be according to what God wants this season to be for us. We are used to this bread. But God is saying, yes, the bread is there. But there is, there is a way I'm going to show you how to get to this bread. How to get to this bread. And that is what God wants us to do. To listen to him as he shows us how to get to this bread. So before we get to know how to get to this bread, I think now let us take a break and then we will come back and we will continue and see how did Ruth get this bread that she came to Bethlehem for.